The views expressed in our episode are ours alone and do not represent any other organizations. Our episodes discuss internet crimes against children and cases that involve the exploitation of children and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, we don't want to do anything to scare your children. That's the last thing we want to do. We don't want to scare anybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Catfish Cops podcast. I am Tony Godwin, broadcasting live from the 2023 Crimes Against Children Conference, 35th anniversary. And I am sitting here today with... Bear. Bear, <laughs> as he is aptly named with a bear right. uh, name tag on his vest. And, and Puck. And Puck. And so, Puck and Bear, where what, what group are you guys with? We're part of an international organization called Bikers Against Child Abuse. Bikers Against in, Child Abuse. We've been together the organization for 27 years, and we are fortunately so far and represented in 46 states uh, wow. and 20 countries. Wow. Uh, that's the good news. The bad news is we need to be a lot bigger than that for dealing with the problem that we're all dealing with. Uh, regarding so child what's, abuse. what's the concept behind it? Well, the concept is to how we can empower children to not feel afraid of the world in which they live. You know, when okay. children go through an abuse situation, you can imagine the fear that comes into yeah. their heart. And so our goal is to remove that fear, give them a sense of security that they know that we're going to be there for them 24-7 until the moment that we first bring them into our biker family wow. all the way until the end of the case. No matter how long that may take, we'll go with them to depositions, hearings. We'll go to them, of course, ultimately to court where the real critical moment can be that testimony they give uh, in their case. But uh, the difference with us is that we're with them the entire time, and when they have to testify and look across uh, from where the witness stand and yeah. they see those pews, which might be empty, uh, if for whatever reason the defense attorney decided to subpoena their friends and family, but instead right. they'll find those pews full of her biker or his biker family. And so and, uh, how did something like this get kicked off? Well, it started with an individual in Utah who uh, was a child or a child play therapist, and he uh, provided therapy for children. Okay. He was a biker. He had a number of friends that were bikers. And as he was spending a lot of time in his profession, he noticed there was a gap in the experience that didn't address for those children while they were going through this process of uh, going through the legal system mm -hmm. and that they weren't really getting that, which was how do I make them feel ultimately very secure? Who could give them that sense of security yeah. anytime they need it? If they call one of our, they call our organization, the primaries that are assigned to them at two in the morning, we'll have motorcycles at their doorstep. Really? And if for, and hopefully if there's not a really serious threat, it could be, uh, we'll be watching them 24-7 as long as it takes. And Wow. And I think that the whole idea is that we make sure that everybody knows that they are part of our biker family. Yeah. Consequently, the ability for them some to question whether they really want to threaten them. Do they really want to intimidate them? Yeah. Friends, family, even the perpetrator themselves, perhaps. Do they really want to threaten that child? They'd be wow. probably uh, know that it wouldn't be a wise thing to do. I, and I suspect you guys stay very busy. And and uh, you're across the U.S. for oh you said international yeah, too as and, well and yeah. 46 states right now and, yeah. and growing so well we do stay busy but we're all volunteers uh, the organization conducts all of its affairs with no staff uh, no employees so wow. every single thing the administration of the organization everything that has to happen to 
to do what we call our mission okay. um, is done purely by volunteers. Just as we're here today at this conference for the purpose of spreading the message and the word about our mission and the unique well, good. way we Good for y'all. I mean, this is, uh, I'm sure you already know, is this your first year at the conference? or First been... year at this conference. Yeah, okay. we, uh, you know, we, we are a grassroots organization. We have uh, chapters, as we mentioned, all over the country and other yeah. countries. So we operate at the local level. We work mm-hmm. very closely with uh, local authorities, with law enforcement, with child advocacy centers, with protective services. Anybody who's in, the, if you want to call it the child abuse business. Uh, yeah. We have great relationships with them and children are referred to us consistently. Our goal is to see that more and more of those referrals take place as well as in the general public uh, arena. We also do a lot of events and activities to help make sure that people know if they're just somebody who knows an abuse case can point it out to us and then we can support them. And so that's, I was going to ask that question is to, I'm assuming you have a website or maybe a toll-free number. What does that look like if someone who's listening, who's not in the, you know, law enforcement community, we have a lot of law enforcement that listen, uh, but we have an awful lot of like single moms and, you know, single families and things like that that listen as well. And, and the reach is, is pretty incredible. I was even shocked. You know, there's like people in many other countries that listen to us, but so what does that look like if they feel like they need to implement something does the referral can they call you directly or email you directly or can they or it does it have to come can. through an agency uh, we have a we have a website the actual website we highly recommend someone view because that's when it tells the full story that i'm obviously not going to be able to say yeah in, in this time and but what is it give it out for, yeah acronym for biker against child abuse is baca b-a-c-a okay so it's baca world baca world dot org <laughs> BacaWorld.org. BacaWorld.org. It's all one word, BacaWorld.org. Okay. And so people could go there to get educated about the organization. So what's what's on there is we have a frequently asked questions section that uh, answers most questions people have, how we do our mission, who we work with, that kind of stuff. Um, It explains how you become a member, the process by which we go that we all go through NCIC background checks. So we make sure that we are who we say we are and that we don't have any crimes against children or domestic violence in in our past. So we make sure that our people are on the up and up and, and we're here for the right reasons want to help kids. Um, so it goes through that. It goes. It has our, our uh, international video on our website that people can watch. It's about seven and a half minutes long, so it's okay. a pretty, pretty quick watch. Kind of shows you what it, what it looks like to be involved with Bikers Against Child Abuse gotcha. and how we work with children at what we call a level one, which is our first level of intervention. Um, and so it has that on there. It also has where we are in the world. It has contact information. It has contact information for our international and co- continental boards. Okay. Um, if you're looking for your local chapter, you can look, click on chapters, go to the, the country, state you're in, and then it'll nice. tell you where the, where the chapters are located, and you find the one that's closest to you, and it'll give you the contact information on how to reach them directly. Wow. So each, chap- the, uh, each chapter has their own helpline. I got you. Okay. For those listening that are with agencies, for example, including yeah. any law enforcement others, we always welcome the opportunity to come in and make a presentation. Okay. And sometimes we also ask some of our agency friends to come in and speak to our folks as well Absolutely. in our chapter meeting. Interesting. Also. So we like that interaction. Those relationships are a very critical part of our success. Absolutely. I know uh, I've been in law enforcement a long time, 30 years. I'm, I'm, I'm close to retirement, but I've been working in, you know, the child exploitation area for 18 or so years. And, um, I know I've personally been to, uh, cases in court where I've seen your members that are present, like absolutely surrounding families that are there just for there for support and just everything about it. And, and I'll be honest, the very first time I encountered it, I thought, I was like, oh, man, somebody messed with the wrong family, right? Like, they got a whole crew of uh, some pretty bad-looking dudes, you know? (laughs) And uh, so 
like just from and I was on the law enforcement side. I was like, man, that'd be kind of intimidating if if right. if you ever thought you were going to go up and try to approach and talk to somebody like it clearly looked to me from the outside looking in like that ain't happening. You know, there's a there, you're going to be squared up with a puck like that's an interesting. We're going to talk about the, the names like where they come from. Huh? They carried over or do you get that when you came in the group? Oh no, I've 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 been called Puck for a very long time. So can you can you give us the well behind the the, scenes of what it is? The short of it is, uh, and this is kind of goes back to our mission is is we come from all walks of life. We have folks who are you know house husbands, we have professionals, we have law enforcement, we have you know men and women are patch members of our organization. We don't discriminate against anybody but child abusers. Yeah, so as you should right. And so it's so when I came into the organization, um, they asked me you know what I wanted my road name to be. Um, when I was a kid growing up in Houston back in the 70s, we used to play a, lot of, play a lot of street hockey. And I was kind of a portly kid, and they were like, oh, he's built like a hockey puck. Right. And so, <laughs> like me. Right. I was, they were like, he's as wide as he is tall, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. Because, you know, kids back then are they're not unlike they are today. They were, they were mean. You yeah. Know? And yes, so you they just, were. You just dealt with it. And, uh, but that, so that I was called Puck, and then I grew up, and now currently I'm a, I'm a professor of English. And so I really like nice. Shakespeare, and there's a character wow. named Puck who's, Kind of a mischievous little character. And for our right listeners, now. they would right. never know because no. sitting in front of me is a man with a beard that looks like ZZ Top-ish, right? Yeah. Looks like a tough, yeah. you know, just a badass, and uh, as I'm sure you are and stuff. But, uh, man, great, uh, great job. And that, so where does Bear come from? Well, again, those road names come from a variety of reasons. Right. Ultimately, it's simply most of our, a lot of our members are given a road name based on observations okay. made right. by their yeah, oh, sure, other sure. fellow members, why they are in <laughs> a support status before they get a patch. If there's something they might have done, it can be something embarrassing. Of Next course. You know, they, they've got that name. Uh, yeah, so of course. I'm glad mine didn't stick when I was a kid because I got picked on just as much. You know, uh, mine was stubby. Right. And so I'm glad that never kind of followed me. But uh, <laughs> right. who, who knows? But, yeah. man, great things that you guys are doing. And uh, welcome to the conference. Thank like, you. Um, you know, as a local guy who's experienced this, you know, just had no idea what it was because i remember even asking the prosecutor i was like uh what's going on like uh, where is this family tied like they definitely got some uh, connections with people here which which was kind of refreshing you know and uh so i guess for our listeners sake give us a i mean you kind of already described it but i'm just like somebody initiates and says hey this is what's going on like what could a listener who needs that service what could they expect so, you want to feel that bear? You want to- uh, you know, simply they just, they, again, if they go on our website, yeah. as, as Puck said earlier, BacaWorld.org, uh, they will be able to, first of all, identify a location where we have a chapter that is sure. in proximity to where they may be located. What they do is they reach, simply reach out to us uh, immediately at that point, and then okay. that chapter representative will be in touch with them, and they, there's a helpline there okay. for every one of them, and they will reach out to them, and they will make it a, a time to visit. And establish if it meets qualifications. Does it meet what we would do? And would it, if you will, if it, does it fit our mission? And if it does, we'll get out there and spend time interviewing with them. And, and so and that's a good them. question is, is what's the criteria for that? Does it have to be an ongoing investigation or is it the early stages? Or So one of our, one of our main criteria is there has to be a security need, right? Okay. We work best with children who have some type of fear. They're sure. afraid to go to sleep. They're afraid to be in their own home, something like that. And, you, and that's not hard to do with abused children, as right. we all know. That's one of the main things that they experience is yeah. that loss of safety. Um, so that's one of the main criteria. The other thing is it has to be a verified case. We're not going to go into the mom said, gotcha. she said stuff. 
Um, it has to be a verified case through the, the family court system. That doesn't necessarily have to be a, a criminal case gotcha. because that's not up to the child. That's up to prosecutors. Yeah. So we don't, right. we don't want to lock those children out and say, well, we're not going to help you because, right? Right. I mean, our goal is to help those children be empowered to understand that child, what happened to them happened to them, but it doesn't define them. Absolutely. And so that's what we, what we kind of move towards. So, um, you know, if there's a court case, we want to know, you know, when, when are we going to court, all that kind yeah. of stuff. So we can set that up for our membership to be present nice, um, and, and whatnot and make sure that the, the, child, the child's needs are being taken care of. We also um, will help pay for therapy for families who don't oh. have the resources to do that. We'll work with local therapists and things like that. Okay. We, you know, we paid for equine therapy, art therapy, martial Fantastic. arts therapy, I mean, whatever, whatever's recommended. Yeah. That's what we're going to help. And so the big do. question I think people will ask is, how much does it cost them for you guys to do all this? Yeah. Well, we're all, everything how is much does it cost them? Yeah. yeah, how much does it cost them? Not no, a nothing. dime. No, no, yeah, no, and no, I think no. I knew the answer to that already, but I just wanted to emphasize no. it that, no, 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 uh, no. you know, here we are. We have a, a group of, uh, I assume, men and women, yes. uh, you know, who are just have hearts for doing the right thing for the right reason. And what a better group than to save kids. And help them out, and uh, to do so at zero cost. Yeah. Our, our assets are our members. Uh, yeah. They give yeah. an extraordinary amount of all the time. So it's really not about us. Not about us. It's about the child. The focus right. is on the child. What the child needs are to be there to help them remove that fear, which makes them a much better person testifying. Right. To nice. Them. And as, and, as uh, we as, achieve that. So. As Bear said earlier, we've been around for 27 years. Yeah. So our the best testament we have is we've had children who've grown up in our organization as members, children who are now members of our organization. Wow. We have former Says BACA children who are now BACA members. Wow. Because they, they go out and Full they, circle, they, man. they talk about the change that we made in their life and how we empowered yeah. them, and now they want to pay that back. Wow. Well, listen, if there's anything that uh, we as a podcast can do, we're happy to get the word out about your organization. Uh, uh, give me the website again. BacaWorld.org. BacaWorld.org. And then from there, they can drill, kind of get a little granular about where they Absolutely. need to go and yeah, then get directed immediately, there's, right? There's yeah. there's links there where you can contact international or continental public relations or whomever you're oh. looking for. If you're, you know, if you're a person who's in law enforcement and you're looking for, you know, uh, contacts in your area, shoot us an Whole email. list of them. Okay. Shoot, shoot us an email. And so and you're from the Houston area, Bear. Well, where are you from? Florida. Florida. I'm what I'm part of Florida? Orlando, Central Florida. Oh, I... Yeah. I took a job down there a very, very long time ago before I was a cop. And I'll tell you off air where my office was located, because if you've been there a long time, then you'll you'll probably know what I'm talking about. But it's is probably it not. Is it Polk County by the chance? Is it? Uh, Polk County? No, no, no. Okay. What? We have a very, uh, a very well-known sheriff in Port County who pursues uh, exploited children. Very. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. Well, listen, I hope you guys enjoy the conference. I appreciate you carving yeah, out a little time it. to come and raise a little bit of awareness and anything we can do to help you, whether it's come and do any kind of trainings you might need. Uh, look us up, take a sticker or whatever, hit us up. Uh, right. We're giving away this juice box uh, on Wednesday. So if you want to register, all you got to do is hit the QR code right there or up on the banner and uh, we'll put you guys in. And uh, I, I really appreciate yeah. you guys coming and talking appreciate to us. It, Tony. All right. Tony. Have a good one. All right. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Catfish Cops podcast brought to you by Brandon Poor and Tony Godwin. For additional information and available resources, please visit our website, www.catfishcops.com and click on the resources link. 